Hi, this is Regeline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Veronica V. Sofer. She's an award-winning visibility strategist with more than 20 years experience in public relations. Welcome to the show, Veronica. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? I'm from Texas, so you might hear it every once in a while when I say y'all. Um, can't help it. Tried to get rid of it. Can't do it. Um, I do uh, public relations and visibility strategy, anything branding, messaging. I've been in this business for more than 20 years. My degree's in public relations, and I just have a huge passion for helping people connect and getting visibility, helping them to spread their message so that they can live their life's purpose. Amazing. So tell us more about your company, Veronica V. Sofer. So about a year or two ago, I started helping friends who were entrepreneurs uh, with press releases, getting some placement in media, maybe some television, a little bit of radio here and there, and really started helping people with their visibility strategy, making sure their messaging was aligned, getting them booked for keynote addresses, speaking opportunities. And I realized there was actually a niche for that. Uh, shortly thereafter, my dad wrote an award-winning book and I helped him to do all the marketing because his publisher assigned him a publicist that wasn't quite doing what I thought needed to be done. So I came in full, full daughterpreneur, if you will, took over and said, this is what we're doing. And uh, we came up with our, with our press kit, all of our messaging. We ended up having a phenomenal engagement with a public radio network in the area that we're from. And it ended up being fantastic. So after that, I realized there was really an opportunity for me to create something for people who needed support like I could provide uh, without having to work through a big agency. Absolutely amazing. Now tell us more about some of the major challenges that you had to overcome in your personal and business, because it takes a lot to become an entrepreneur. So tell us about some of those hurdles you had to overcome. Well, I think the first thing that most of us have to deal with is, is the idea of imposter syndrome. Am I really as good as I think I am? I may have a, a wall full of awards and accolades, and I may get recognition and testimonials, but am I really this good? And I think that kind of creeps in for some people, and you really get stopped until you can stand in your own and say, yes, I am. And I have a purpose and this is what it is. And this is how I'm going to live it. And once you find that confidence and once you find uh, whatever it is that you need to harness to take that to the next level, then, then really that's all, that's all you need. Doors will fly open. The minute you start believing in who you are and what your purpose is, opportunities present themselves. And then from there, it's a no brainer. I love it. So now you are, a visibility strategy, strategist, correct? So let's mm -hmm. talk about that for a moment. What got you interested in that particular field? So I was debating in high school when I, when I was picking colleges what I really wanted to do. And I knew I was a storyteller. So I really thought my path was going to be focused on the journalism um, path. So I went to a university that had a phenomenal journalism program. And um, I would say my freshman year, I covered the Oklahoma City bombing, which was only a couple hours away from where we were. And covering the, the story with deadlines and neutral reporting and all the things that you have to do to be a, a neutral reporter of news didn't quite feel right for me. So I would say by my sophomore year, I was enjoying my advertising and marketing classes and my public relations classes much, much more. 
So right about the end of my sophomore year, I changed my focus from journalism to public relations, which still ended up being a journalism degree. But in public relations, you're crafting a message. You're identifying the uniqueness of a story or a brand. And in this case, a visibility strategy. And you're cultivating uh, typefaces and, and, and taglines and slogans and all of the marketing pieces around that that tell the story of the brand. So I realized that journalism was the entryway for me to get to public relations because ultimately visibility strategy incorporates marketing, advertising, public relations, branding, all of those elements. And at the end of the day, at its core, it's telling a story and who I am for the world is a storyteller. Amazing. Now, what is your why that keeps you going? Uh, you know, I think my why is focused around connecting people. And whenever I, I host a dinner, dinner party or am around a group of people, I thrive off of that energy and then the synergy that's created from it. So when I can introduce someone to someone else and they all of a sudden have a connection that's going to catapult their business or a program or an initiative or something that they have a common um, bond between the two, I really just get juiced. That's where it's at for me. So when I'm working on someone's visibility strategy, my focus is ultimately to connect this person to their desired target audience, whether it's for sales or for networking. I work with a nonprofit as well. And for me, it's not about sales. It's about connecting them with potential donors. So at my core, I'm a connector. And that's why I focus on, on identifying target audiences for my clients. I love it. Now tell us more about an aha moment that you experience on your life journey. Well, certainly covering the Oklahoma City bombing as a young adult was my aha moment. It was probably about a week or two after the event. And I uh, was in between classes. I had about a three or four hour break, walked back to my apartment and was folding laundry and the news was on. And I looked over and I caught a glimpse of the, the building and the building had been half shaved off. And it was the first time I realized and allowed myself to feel the loss and the terror of what it was like for those people there. I'd been so busy collecting um, testimonies, collecting accounts of what they saw, what they felt, what they heard. And I was tracking down people's fears and emotions, but I wasn't allowing myself to process those. So in that, in that one glimpse of looking over to the television, seeing that building half shaved off, I realized I wanted to be on the other side of the story. I did not want to be the reporter covering it, but I can still bring value and I can still help people process through that tragedy and that loss just in a different way. And it was maybe my second or third professional press conference that I was leading and it was, a, it was a tragedy. And there was seven or eight reporters all pounding me with questions. And I was at a podium answering the questions like you might see on television. And in that moment, I realized this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I always knew it was at the scene of a crisis, but I thought it was as the reporter covering it. When in truth, my path was to be on the other side of the microphone, helping to convey information and share it. Wow, that is incredible. Now, it sounds like you heard God speak to you and you stepped into your purpose. Tell us more about how important your relationship with God is to you. Well, it's certainly at the core of what it is I do. Anytime um, I'm 
feeling lost or scared or frustrated or any of those negative feelings, I, I go back to my core, <clears throat> excuse me, and I go back to what centers me. And the moment I start to feel gratitude, you know, we've always heard the expression, I've heard the expression numerous times, you can't feel gratitude and pain at the same time. And so that's when I start you know, thanking God for what I have, thanking God for my family, for my health, for my family's health. And I literally can go down a list of things. And within 20 or 30 seconds, I feel comforted. I feel blessed. And I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be for whatever reason. So that's when I just give it up and, and own whatever the emotion is and whatever the situation is, knowing that there's a path for me somewhere. That is amazing. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Listening, listening to all those thoughts, feelings, uh, whether or not it's God speaking in your ear, whether or not it's, it's a gut feeling, your intuition, you know, the little hairs that stand up on the back of your neck when you're going, all of that requires listening. And when you are in a situation or you're considering an option for yourself, may, especially in a career move, trust all of those things. Trust that you already know the answer. You just have to listen to it. And that has probably been the thing that has propelled my career. Um, and in my life is once I gave up that I was in control and once I gave up that I had all the answers, all the answers started coming to me. You just have to listen. Amen. Listen, very powerful. Veronica, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Now, where can the audience find you? You can certainly find me on Facebook. I have a fantastic group called Magnifying Your Message with Media. We talk all things media. We celebrate getting put in the news. And I'm also at veronicavsofer.com. And um, I, I've also got a great new podcast that we're just launching Saturday Soundbite. So it'll be available shortly. I love it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Veronica at veronicavsofer.com and her Facebook group. And Veronica, again, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Thank you, you too.